In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Ireland, yes, we got the win. Come on, so happy about that. Jack, how are you, buddy? I'm good. Um, what an excellent game. Um, the first half is one of the best first halves of football I've uh, seen in a very long time, and that's from any team, not just the Browns. So, um, no, incredible. Um, shame we didn't get it in the second half, but how was your trip out there? Well, mate, it's been awesome. Um, great guys over here. If anyone comes to Ireland, I highly recommend reaching out to the um, Irish uh, Galway uh, backers, mate. Made myself a real awesome day. Drinking, travelling, seeing the cliffs. We're in Ed Sheeran's pub where they filmed uh, uh, Galway Girl. It's been, yeah, it's been an awesome day, mate. But um, the main thing about today is that witnessing that win, I must admit, at half-time, I had to pinch myself that this was really happening. And I didn't really want to say too much on social media or text you. Because I'm just so scared that we could do something Brownsy, and we didn't, and we got the win, and I'm super happy. Nah, mate, it was, uh, it's time to just go back to four minutes into our show, the Paul and Jack show on Saturday, where I, I, I made a very bold prediction. I said, if Demarius Randall gets an interception, I want him to run over to the sideline and give Hugh the ball, and then boom, what happened? It was magic. It was like Demarius Randall listens to our podcast and was like, let's do this. This will be fun. Let's have a laugh. Well, mate, I used to think that Mary Kay had the hottest take of the year. I think, mate, you may get the prize of this, mate. Yeah, I, I, I think the difference is I deliver on all my hot takes. All <laughs> of them. <laughs> but, mate, um, Mary Kay's one's out now because uh, Hugh Jackson didn't beat us, which I'm super happy about. And I, I do stand by what I say. I think he's a you know good guy. Obviously, he's had his family problems. But yeah, really snaky thing what he did, leaving the Browns so quickly. And I respect some of the players. Yep, some of the players like him and want to say hi. You know, if I met him for a drink, I'd say hi and everything would be cool and have a joke with him. But like, yeah, there, there would be someone inside me that just thinks, mate, you could have done the right thing and given the Browns and the Browns fans more respect and waited until we had a new head coach until you made your next move let's just stop talking about Hugh it's an old broken record he's in the past the future's bright the future's Baker and uh, just some crazy stats from this week so we ended a 25 game road losing streak we ended it more than that 25 games <laughs> uh, we ended a 64 game uh, without back-to-back wins um, wow no sacks for two weeks. Um, what else? I, I need no interceptions? Um, I believe so. Um, also, there was a, another stat. So we're 14-0 up in the, after the first quarter. There was a stat on the broadcast. I didn't get the first bit of it, but it was something like since 2009 was the last time. No, no, I've got, it, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. 14-plus in the first quarter. No, it was the best stats from a quarterback since 1999 in the first half. 
That, that, that wasn't the stat I was on about, mate. So oh. the stat I saw was we are 14 plus up after the first quarter, not first half, first quarter. Okay. It was the first, uh, the first time that's happened since 2009 for the Browns. So uh, that just showed how dominant we were in the first quarter. And I think it's also the first time this season we scored a touchdown on the first drive um, because under the Todd Haley, yeah, it, was. it was so slow coming out the gates. Sort of them 15 plays you prepare all week for um, just were rubbish plays, whereas under old Coach Kitchens, we are on fire. It was the first game in 13 where we scored from uh, from the start. Yeah, it's madness. But uh, the future's bright. Um, and The, future's, the future's Browns. It is. Obviously, we won't know the playoff um, exact mathematics till later in the week when we do our show. But when we drop a show on Wednesday, we'll make sure we include in that what the Football Outsiders DVOA is for playoff odds. We were 0.6 coming into this game. I've got a good feeling we've gone up. Really? Even with the Ravens getting the win? Oh, even with the Ravens getting the win. I, th- I think the fact that we've won, um, we're still in the hunt, um, we drive ourselves forward. Yeah, because I thought with the Ravens winning, that pushes us further, least chance of us getting that um, playoff spot because they're just uh, getting them further away from us. Who knows? We'll find out when it drops, but I don't think it'll be any worse than 0.6. All right, cool, mate. And... Uh, yeah, just great, mate. Um, uh, winning away a divisional game, mate. That's great. You know, we've beaten the uh, Ravens. We've beaten the Bengals. It's great. Looking forward to next season. Yeah, no. Um, I'm, I'm ready to uh, go over to America. Me and you, we're going to paint um, McNeil's house orange and he's going to have to organise a 16-0 perfect season parade. Right, there we go. All right, great. Let's, let's start breaking down the... Uh, div, uh, the um, Offense and defense. Uh, do you want to start reading out the offense? So the great Cleveland Baker off. Um, his numbers were 19 for 26, 258 yards, four TDs, and zero interceptions. So um, I got two out of the three right on that. So that's a jack win. Um, Are you sure about that, mate? Yep. So I I had three touchdowns. You had two. Um, you had 250 yards. You had. 3-2-6, so that one was a win for you. And I had one interception, you had two. So that's a me, I won two of them, you won yeah, one. Okay. Um, in terms of where them balls were going, they went everywhere. Um, there was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different players that caught passes. Um, Njoku caught all of his passes and a touchdown. Callaway caught four or five and a touchdown. Chubb caught all three and a touchdown. Jarvis Landry caught three or five. Um, and yeah. Darren Fells got his one catch and one touchdown for six yards. So a lot of positives in there um, and just some phenomenal play. Yeah, okay, great. And um, uh, yeah, what we uh, we're going to give the... Um, um, what are we going to... Out of 10? Yeah, what are we going to give out of 10? The, uh, yeah, passing. So after the first half, I'd have been on for 11 out of 10. It was our first ever time we've done it. But considering it just it didn't click in the second half um, on the few attempts they tried, I think a 9 out of 10 is fair just because you've got to be able to do it in both halves of the game when you want to make a pass. All right, mate, let's go with 9 out of 10. You can't fault that. It wasn't perfect in the second half, so nine's a good number. 
Yep, and if we flip over to the rushing game, Nick Chubb had 28 attempts for 84 yards and one touchdown. Um, Duke Johnson, two attempts for 16 yards. Uh, Baker Mayfield, four for minus four, but I think uh, um, most of that's going to be the uh, kneel downs. Um, and Brashard Perryman was one attempt for minus 12 yards. Um, for me, it was a little bit disappointing in our run game. Nick Chubb was phenomenal in the receiving game um, with them uh, three catches and a touchdown. But in the run game, it just didn't really click today. Um, even though he got 84 yards off 28 attempts, that's not great. It's an average of three yards. Um, we need to do a little bit better. So I would just give it a middle-of-the-road five. It was, it was okay, but it, it's not good enough um, that we could have relied on that run game. And, and that's what got us into trouble in the second half because they went to try and run. And I think partly that's on Kitchens and um, Greg Williams, whoever made the decision to do it, of we were running into eight-man boxes. So you're never really going to get any success on them runs. We should have been using play action and Baker's accuracy to really tear apart that defense and throw the ball. Unfortunately, we ran it and uh, just ran into blockers that we were never going to get past. Yeah, okay. I thought um, I thought the running game wasn't that bad watching it on in in the pub or on TV. Um, it wasn't obviously as good as the passing game, but yeah, I was, I was going to say a, a six. Um, mate, we. We um we got quite a lot of first downs, mate, from running. I haven't obviously seen the numbers on there, but if if our main running back is only averaging three yards a rush, then it's not really good enough. And that that's what got us into all the trouble in the second half. We went from leading a game, what was it, thirty-five to seven, to they were back in the game with a chance of being into a single score of being equal to us. Um, and that 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 was down to we we just couldn't effect, efficiently run the ball in the second half. I think we had something like fifty six yards. Of All right, mate. Offense. Well, let's go with let's go with the five then. But I just want to say one thing before we move off the offense. What a great catch by Chubb! Yeah, my my favorite one was the Njoku one, where he's literally dangling upside down, and you've just got all the fat men. Uh, from the O-line, just come charging in. It was <laughs> like a rugby scrum, and they just drive him. Um, we were lucky, lucky in a way that the refs didn't call um, the end of forward progress, but they gave him just that second extra, and uh, everyone got in there and just drove him home. Yeah, it was great. Really good. Um, yeah, uh, he was uh, one of my star players today. He was, he was really good. Oh, and Joku was phenomenal. He's the player that... Um, Baker needs Baker's favourite area to throw it is anyone running across the middle, and that's obviously where Injoku's most at home. So, uh, no, I thought Injoku had an absolutely fantastic game. Considering as well, he came into the game questionable. There was concerns even a couple of days ago that he might not even play. So, uh, no, fair play to him. Yeah, excellent. Well done. And look, uh, Fowl's got a catch. Still want to see more of Seth DeVal. That's my only point. Yeah, um, I don't know if it was never in the broadcast, but they flashed up that he, he started out there in the first. Uh, yeah, I um, saw him out there once, but he didn't get, a, uh, he didn't, uh, get any. Uh, yeah, he wasn't even targeted. Received anything. Um, but no, I'd I need to go back and watch the very first snap, but I believe he was out there as a starter over Fells. 
But yeah, it was, it was one of them that, for me, I would strip him of being a tight end, move him to a slot receiver and just get him playing in the uh, wide receiver room. Well, Landry didn't get the uh, 60 that I wanted from him today, so he got 30. So uh... He was our sixth best receiver today. Um, he beat out Brashad Perryman, which is progress based on the last couple of games. But uh, yeah, he, 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 and all this claims of, oh, he's double covered every snap. It's nonsense. Um, the guy just doesn't get open. And whereas Tyrod Taylor would force it to him as his favourite receiver, Baker doesn't care. Baker will throw it to the best option available to him, whoever's most op- open. And unfortunately for Jarvis Landry, that's not him. Yeah. All right, cool. Let's move on to the defence. So if we look at the pass defence first, obviously we had two quarterbacks. And it's come out that Andy Dalton um, is just bruising. There's nothing broken in there. So uh, he should be back soon. Um, so take Dalton first, 10 of 17 for 100 yards, exactly one TD, one interception. Jeff Driscoll, 17 of 29 for 155 yards and one TD. Um, for them, they, they mixed the ball around as well. Tyler Boyd was obviously their most dangerous target with a 7 of 8, 85 yards and one TD. Um, Joe Mixon had 7 of 7 for 66. And the other one they threw a lot to is Uzoma, who caught 6 of 13 for 39 yards. There was a few more. They, they really did spread it around like we did. Um, but they were definitely um, three players that made more plays. Um, Olden Tate and John Ross had seven targets each, but only caught three and two respectively. Okay, good. And uh, yeah, so what number are we going to give them? Um, obviously, Demarius Randall with the incredible interception. I think a seven. I think um, they put up, they've got two TDs, they've got 250 yards, um, one interception, and we didn't force any other real mistakes. Um, but it, it was solid enough, and I think a solid seven, um, because we've seen other times this season where there have been t- turnovers left, right and centre, punching the ball out. It was just a really solid middle-of-the-road display, and I think seven is fair enough. Okay, good. And um, uh, defence uh, running? So, rushing defence, Joe Mixon had 14 attempts, 89 yards, which is a 6.4 average. Dalton, two for 21 yards. Um, Bernard, one attempt for 10 yards. And Driscoll, three attempts for nine yards and touchdown. So overall, 20 attempts, 129 yards and one TD. So we got pretty much roasted in their run game. Um, So I think a four, because we we just weren't able to shut it down. Okay. Yeah, I thought... um... Yeah, there was times, especially in the second half, where obviously we let them back into the game. Mm. Uh, any reason you think that is? Just tired or...? Um, the, it, it was just... It was bad play calling um, because sort of what we've seen from the Kitchens, um, Greg Robinson duo is they're aggressive, they go for it. And they came out the second half and they just stopped it which was disappointing because it's not where all this success has come from. So I think they should have continued to pass the ball. They should have, when they're ahead, and we looked at, saw the Rams and the uh, Chiefs game the other day, never let up the gas. Keep the gas going and just go for it. Um, And I think as soon as 
our offense started stalling. They got motivated and they went down and uh, they laid a score on us and they could have easily um, taken that to a one score game. Um, and we got lucky. Mm. All right, great. And special teams? Um, so special teams, there was, we saw a bit of everything here. There was the blocked, um, what was it? It was a field it, kick. It was a blocked field goal, yeah, rather than a block punt. Um, then you had, uh, there was a punt by Colquitt, which was inside the 10, which was fantastic. But then it was so frustrating, as it has been all season. Every time they started running back with the ball, they averaged a return on kickoffs of 24.5 yards and an average return on um, punts, 19 yards with their longest both at 33 yards. It just felt like they were able to add on an extra 10 to 15 yards every time they ran the ball back. We just cannot make a tackle. It's just embarrassing. Mm. We need to change special teams guy now, but maybe halfway through the season is not the right time. Yeah, I think it's a case. Amos Jones is here till the end of the season and then uh, the new head coach will hire who they want to hire. Yeah. Um, I must say that uh, our kicker kicked it straight down the middle each each of his kicks. Yeah, despite being a Man United fan, which we will always hold against him. Um, <laughs> he, he, oh, oh, mate, got... Sorry for interrupting, mate. If you go to his Twitter page, it is now a picture of him at Man United as his cover picture. So we're now supporting him getting cuts. Okay. <laughs> Greg Joseph, you're fired. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, it's kicked to a, all the way down the middle and uh, um, yeah, he looked quite confident when he was kicking. To be fair, they're extra points and uh, even though this season's proved they're not gimme's extra points at the current distance, I expect my kicker to make all of them. We need to see when he starts having to make field goals, um, which will happen unless this uh, offence just keeps on rolling. Um, and we'll, we'll see how he does. He, They'll bring in some competition for next camp and he's definitely in with a shot of keeping the job. All right, great. And uh, yeah, special teams, what number are we going to give them? I'm going to go four just because it's just, it's painful the fact that each time we have to punt it away or we have a kickoff, we're automatically giving up 15 to 25 yards and you cannot be doing that as an extra bonus. Yeah, but um, we did um, we did have good kicks, we did have a good punt, well, and we did get a block. I, th- I, w- I would never reward someone making extra point kicks. I think that just should be given on every attempt. I'll, I'll give you the block. Um, that was a phenomenal bit of play, because I, I originally, originally wrote down three and then remembered the block and moved it up to four. But it was a long way. He was attempting what was All right, let's give it a five then, yeah? Yard. I'll let you have a five. Okay. I'm in a good mood. Oh no, no. Let's let, let's make this a bit more tactical. How does how does our four or five compare against our defence scores? Is it in line or? So our pass defence was a seven. Our run defence was a four. Um, so would would you say our our special teams was worse or better than our um, pass defence? I would say oh, our run defence. I'd say they're about the same. I would say they're both. They were disappointing, but they weren't killers. Um, it was just in another game. They could have been a killer. Oh, definitely. 
Um, All right, good. Special teams is never a truly killer. Let's go with the four then, yeah? Let's go with the four. But I think if we can capture what we did in the first half, and and I think that might be something they use, because Kitchens is very new to this, and Greg Williams is still sort of sussing out the team and seeing how they work best. If they go and look at this and go, look, we need to keep our foot on the gas moving forward, next week or later on in the season when we're in the same position, we might keep our foot on the gas now. So um, it, it, they're growing and they're learning. And the interesting thing I just want to throw out there, if Bruce Arians gets the job, and it's been hinted that if he got the job, um, Pagano's name's been thrown around, but he's got the connection with Kitchens. Kitchens could stay. And Greg Williams obviously doing well. You wouldn't want to upset that defence potentially. So it might be an option of they look at um, Bruce Arians as the consistency candidate of going, he might come in here and he's not going to mess up too much. He'll bring in a few different people and do stuff. But he might be someone that comes in and keeps a lot of things the way they are. He's still not my option. I think there's a lot of better options out there. But, wow. Oh, sorry, I'm, I've just got a game on in the background and that was an incredible catch right there. Um, Go on then, mate. Talk, talk me through the catch. Who was it? It was uh, James Washington for the Steelers. Um, he's literally just jumped up in the air like a salmon. Um, he's dropped it though. Um, but he, <laughs> he, 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 the way he just got up in the air and uh, grabbed it. Uh, he, he's going to be a very promising young wide receiver. I'm just disappointed that uh, he's in our division. But, uh, hey, these things happen. But back to the point, um, I think if Arians came in, he might keep a lot of this set up the same. And uh, if we do go on to win, say, four or five of these last five games, then there's a lot of reasons to keep some stuff the same as long as you get that wiser head on top. All right, mate. Um, who is your, um, who's your name at the moment? Because you like hot takes. Who would be your number one uh, choice of a manager at the moment? Be, or a head coach? It'd be... Flip. Di Filippo would be my favourite at the moment. Um, but uh, the, there's three other names that I'm, I would be jumping up and Only down. Only one, mate. Only one. one, one. I'm going with um, uh, the guy who just mentioned, the Cardinals guy. Um, if we could have him for three years with a view to go for a play, uh, Super Bowl push, then I'd be keen to get him in and keep the same setup. Oh, yeah. If, if, if they have the meeting with Arians and he doesn't want to do three, four years, then I'm not interested in him in joining the team because I want that consistently to move forward. And it might be a case that Kitchens then becomes the head coach in waiting. Yeah. All right. And uh, what about um, any penalties or anything else you saw in the game you discussed? Um, I, there didn't seem like that many, but... Uh, the tackle plays seems to be improving, um, it, mainly from just a factor of getting the ball out nice and quick. So uh, it's a growing trend and it's going the right way. So fingers crossed, we'll, we'll see it repeated. But uh, no, it's exciting times. Yeah, man, I, I, you've got to come away from that. With that lead at half-time, it really took the, took the pressure off. And I know it, that didn't work for us in the second half, but it was great that... Um, we were very comfortable in control at halftime. So, uh, yeah, I'm over the moon about it. Yeah, it's just, let's take it into next week and uh, keep we're the... Still, uh, we're still at a great place, mate. We've got, the, um, we've got the four wins, we've got the tie with five games to play. So, you know, we could get that six and a, six and a tie or we could even go crazy and get 
all the rest of the wins the rest of the season. You just never know. Yep. Nine, one and six, mate, we could go. Nine, one and six. Uh, if we do that, we might be sneaking off on all the way to the playoffs. Yeah. All right, mate. Well, look, um, anything else you want to discuss? I think that's it. Have a great rest of your trip, and then I will see you. Um, when will I see you? I'll see you on Tuesday. For yeah, we've some- the Wednesday podcast, we, we've you've managed to line up some incredible guests. Fingers crossed, they all come through, and uh, it should be a, fa- a fantastic uh, evening of uh, shows when we drop them all. Yeah, excellent, mate. And uh, yeah, mate, thanks a lot for all the support with editing and uh, all the stuff you're doing. Uh, it's been uh, it's been a yeah, good week. So uh, yeah, fingers crossed, mate. We can carry on with this momentum, and uh, it feels like we're finally losing that. The Browns are a, uh, you know, a feeder. Feeder could turn off the Browns and you get easy points. It's not happening anymore, mate. We're changing. Yeah. And it's something we haven't done before, but I'm going to throw it in there. Game balls, one on offense and one on defense. I'm going to go Baker and Randall. What about you? Um, it's hard not to go Baker, mate. That's the, that's the problem, mate. Um, uh. Yeah, I thought um, the, uh, Njuku had a great game. Mm. And, yeah, defence. Yeah, Garrett got that sack. And, yeah, mate, Randall, yeah. Randall's going to steal the show because of the interception. Um, but, yeah, I thought um, uh, Showbert had a great first half, mate. Showbert, I thought, was, like, winning loads, tackling loads mm. uh, and, and stuff in it. So, yeah. Schober and Randall, mate. Enter, uh, mate. The uh, Pro Bowl, the Pro Bowl stats at the moment. Ward's in the lead for a cornerback, and uh, 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 Colquitt's uh, winning the punter as well. So it'd be interesting to see where that goes. Yeah, my boy. I called that nice and early. No one was thinking about the punters when we were thinking uh, Pro Bowlers, but uh, good old Colquitt. All right, buddy, mate. I'm gonna get some sleep, and uh, yeah, mate. Changes happening, changes here. It's exciting times. It's great being a Browns fan. Keep listening, keep subscribing, keep retweeting, and uh, mate, we can go some Browns. Let's go. Come on.